We're very thankful to once again be joined by United States Congressman Mike Bost. Mike, thanks for the time. Will, thanks for having me on. Um, been kind of a busy week. Well, yeah, we were talking just before we started recording, and I know that you've been uh, all over various points of the district. And uh, recently I noticed that you had taken another trip to visit the southern border at uh, Eagle Pass. I guess my first question is, I noticed that uh, Eagle Pass seems to be a, a point that a number of people visit when visiting the border. What is so important about Eagle Pass itself? Right. It, it's one of the most uh, crossed cartel-controlled border crossing. Matter of fact, to put it in perspective, so at Eagle Pass, even though the town is about somewhere between twenty-five and 28,000 people, on the opposite side, the Mexican city is about the same size. And it is a city that is a common thoroughfare as far as legal commerce between Mexico and the United States. So when you go to Eagle Pass across Rio Grande River right there, there's a walking bridge that has some cars, but usually isn't a car bridge. Then there is a car bridge. Then there is a tractor trailer bridge. And then there is a major railroad trestle. And what you have is, is you have a tremendous amount of people who will swim the Rio Grande or wade the Rio Grande because it's wadeable there and try to come into Texas via illegally through that. And there's a a constant barrage matter of fact a week earlier they were running 10 and 12,000 people that were coming across that connection either through the bridge and or wading the river and or the list goes on and on and trying to be caught and then put in the processing center which the processing center can handle about 2,000 a day normally okay but we were down to they were probably down to three or five three to five hundred uh when we were down there uh day before yesterday so we went down we started at san antonio texas uh left early in the morning with buses there were 64 members of congress republican members of congress went down to eagle pass that's my second time being down there i was down there in late may early june but at any rate, so we, we got down there. Uh, our first part of the tour, we, we toured and we uh, toured the actual check facility where they bring them in and they screen them and they get their names if they're, you know, try to identify who they are, the ones that are caught. They'll process them, identify if they're a known criminal, do the uh, bio matching as far as, you know, screening their eyes and, and fingerprints. If, and what I found out is if they're over 14, we need to be doing it. To, to, I don't know who set that rule, whether that's a world rule or a, a United States rule. We're trying to find that out because everybody needs to be screened, even small children with, with, the, with the trafficking going on. So this is the check center. We, we, we looked at that, uh, saw how they're divided up. We then had lunch with several of the sheriffs spoke on how they're dealing with the issue and everything like that. And also I had an amazing uh, conversation with the landowner, the gal owner, and then her husband sat at another table and talked to other group of legislators that have dealt with this because they're one of the first ranches, about 1,200-acre ranch, that, that the railroad goes right through just north of Eagle Pass. And the amount of dead bodies that show up on their property thanksgiving her brother called and said get out here quick there's somebody in the back of your truck so they went in the back of the truck and there was a woman who tried to jump a train uh had had her foot cut off but then crawled and drug herself and put herself and had been bleeding for three hours in the back of her vehicle right in her own driveway 
they find rape. I mean, this is just a steady situation. Their fences are cut down. And, and this is what they're facing as property owners. They've actually shut down their business because they can't control what's going on on their property as insane as this is. And that's terrible to do to an American citizen and their family. Uh, there were other things they talked about. But then from there, we went right on down to where the bridges are uh, along the Rio Grande. We were walking along one area. And let me tell you that Governor Abbott has put all along that area freight containers on the ground to create a fence type situation. And then when they did that and put them all end to end where you couldn't get around it, they were climbing over them. So they went ahead and put razor wire on top of it. Now there's certain places they can only put razor wire because they can't get the, the, the things in there. And so there's an inlet where the river comes in. And while we walked up that inlet, there were probably about 12 adult males walking in the river and one of them screamed guatemala guatemala which is screaming i guess where they came from so they were on the other side of the razor wire next thing you know while we were touring around there we saw them pushing up they pushed through between one of the containers and the razor wire and the the border patrol was standing right there picked them up put them in a van to be processed we then went around continued to look at the situation we went over to do a very large press conference. Many of your listeners might have watched that because almost every station picked it up yesterday yesterday uh, and day before. And while we were doing that, a husband and wife and with what looked to be a two-year-old, about a four-year-old, and about a six-year-old waited across the Rio Grande right behind us to come over to where the boat ramp is, where they put their airboats in, to where the uh, Border Patrol patrol with their airboats. The Border Patrol pulled up to them to make sure in case somebody fell or they, you know, they, they didn't want to see somebody drown. They came, walked right up the bank and they walked right into a van to be processed. I mean, this is the type of stuff that's going on, Will. United States Congressman Mike Bost is with us. And of course, we know that many of these folks are coming to uh, Chicago and I'm sure traveling up 57 through southern Illinois, not stopping necessarily and being dropped off in uh, your district. But, you know, what does this mean for your district for the state of illinois and what is the what is the proper way to address the problem the prop, well first off what it means for my state my the state of illinois is that every state is a border state unfortunately the state of illinois uh, has the city of chicago that early on said that they were a sanctuary city well now all of a sudden they're upset because somebody's responding to the fact that you told us to come and, and now the many buses are being dropped off the suburbs. The mayors and the city councils and the, the city leaders of the different suburbs, Aurora and other ones, Elk, Elmhurst, well, there's trains that go into the city. So they just pay and put them on the train and send them right on into the city because that's where they said they want them to be. So what, what you ask for, sometimes you get, and that's what we've got with our larger cities. Now, we don't see it down here, but we will in time at the mass movement of this that's going on because they're going to need, they're going to be pushed out. Some of their court dates are eight years out. And and when you say, what's the answer? The answer is HR2. We passed that seven months ago. We sent it over to the Senate. Now, what it does, it, it implements a whole lot of the former Trump policies that even Democrats are supporting that have become very wise to the situation. And what it does is it says it doesn't even deal with the fact that how we got to deal with the ones that are already here. But it, we've got to stop the bleeding and stop the influx of new people coming across the border. It increases the funding and reinstates uh, the, putting the border wall up. 
It also then directs through our administrative and tariff process to force the Mexican government to reinstate the stay in Mexico policy. It will stop the catch and release policies that we're using right now because we don't have enough border agents. And then it also increases the amount of border agents that we have. So we have, will it stop it completely if we pass HR2? No, but it will extremely slow it down. Day before yesterday when we spoke, the, the local sheriff there talked, and, and there's a whole group of the sheriffs of all the counties down there, you know, even though they're being sued by the federal government because they don't, Every time they try to do something to help themselves, the federal government's trying to sue them. The Biden administration's suing them. They, they said, look, we aren't partisan. We, we actually, when, when Reagan and Clinton and Bush, Bush won, Obama and Bush too, we can show you we kept our borders fairly under control. We did a great job of having it under control under Trump. But since Biden has taken off, this is what you're getting because of the failed policies that, that they just pulled out of the way that Trump had put in place. What do you know? And I know you don't pretend to you know be a psychic or anything. But what is the Democratic motivation for allowing the situation to remain the same? Because if they admit they're wrong, that's admitting Trump is right. And so it's still the same politics, even though there are many Democrats in Texas and in other places that come to the realization that this is bad policy. And now they're saying, no, we got to reverse this policy, but we can't get Chuck Schumer to call that bill in the Senate. It's been there seven months. United States Congressman Mike Bost is with us today. Recently was in Eagle Pass, Texas, looking at the situation there on our southern border. Well, I appreciate you joining us for a few moments. Is there anything else that uh, resonates in your mind about what you saw on your recent trip just a few days ago? Let me tell you that one of the sheriffs down there said it very clearly. It is a immigration issue, but it, it is really being fed by the cartel because they're making a whole lot of money off of human trafficking and they don't want to see that money go away. And when I say a whole lot of money, you can't imagine the multi, 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 multi billion dollars a year business that cartel are making by human trafficking with the human slave trades. And you add to that the fact that one of the sheriffs said migrants Okay, a lot of people refer to a migrant. That's an insult to the Mexicans that come here legally every day across Eagle Pass that are go back home every day or every other day or whatever because they're doing work over and they're, you know, they're, they're here legally and doing all that. So they're migrants. You have those that are legal. Don't confuse them with these people who are coming across illegal and they're coming from so many countries you can't possibly imagine, including those countries that have terrorist, known terrorist cells, have other issues, not counting the drugs and everything like that. So it's it's a huge issue, Will, that, that we as America need to understand that we can we can lose our country because of this type of issue unless we get our administration to start waking up and fixing it. You know, I said last question, I got a bad habit of doing this. You said something that made me think of something else, and it's that, you know, the cartels are so much a part of, of what's, uh, you know, part of this formula to a solution. That's correct. Some members of Congress have floated the idea that, you know, the U.S. needs to essentially treat them as terrorist organizations, go after them militarily. With your military background, do you think that makes sense? Yes, it does. If al-Qaeda was imprisoning people 
and killing U.S. citizens at 250-some in a plane loaded load a day, then we would consider that a terrible act of terrorism. That's what's happening with fentanyl and human trafficking every day, but yet we haven't raided the cartel as a terrorist organization where we can actually go across, make the, the strategic marks to take out their leadership. Once we started doing that, they might wake up and understand that whole money-making thing will get you killed. Mike Bost is with us today. Mike, thank you so much for your time. Thank you, Will. Appreciate it. Thanks for having me on.